0: Go. one time for my mind and two for yours i got four for your thoughts to soothe your soul wow what's popping, world it's your nigga the shive geek and you are now tuned in to the gemini in me podcast welcome dig? and this is episode 33 and it's called final act now today, what I want to talk to you guys and gals about is the new iPhone see what's going on with the future slates for Marvel and DC movies, the new Jordan documentary, the show Lil Dave, that new pyramid scheme that everybody on Facebook and Instagram doing, and how I personally felt about the Babyface versus Teddy Riley joint, you know what I mean, the little battle they had on Instagram, so stay tuned. I can't wait for y'all to hear this shit, man I'm so excited, I'm back, I'm good, everything is good And by the way, this is my nigga Java J, and this is another Track like I hit y'all with last week This is another track and it's called Fade Away I hope you enjoy, let's get it Welcome I think
1: I'm ready to go. Can I expose my soul Can I take you to places that no girl? Feeling my brains overload. Job, I've been going through things. Super syndrome, I feel like I'm destined to change the world. Feel overprotective, I worry about her. She ain't my girl. I feel like my heart and perspectives are stuck in the ancient world. And Molly, only nigga wake up trying to be the only man for his girl. Damn. I think sometimes my honesty make you lose sight of me Don't want no pussy, unless you invited me Won't cry this do though you lay on side of me Since you don't want me, this shit stop exciting me I'm not a hoe, I just figure variety Help me stop stressing, ease my anxiety When I look over, well, there's no one on side of me Said from the start, this ain't how she gotta be this ain't how she gotta be. But you rather fade away like y'all than the then to talk about what going want They get mad when I turn into cold go mad turn. That's right, Bob. Bitch, you don't know me. I don't, I don't know. know. Cross a nigga like A. So For the wrong kind of nigga like chaos. Then I kick out of my life. Ain't even say bye. Ain't even say. Bye. You and my unicorn. They put a spear in you. I lost the magic and found lost lost my magic and found my mind. I'm trying to fix you. Stuck trying to love you. I wondering you I'm wondering why. You're hard to fade away why. like Jordan. Yeah. talk about what's important yeah. I gave my love with no return. She feel like extortion. why did you fade away baby why did you fade
0: away in my head i've been thinking about just going back to a place with the podcast it's like more outlined and more detail because it is Personal shit in my life happened that I do want to talk about in detail and tell stories of. But just right now aren't the perfect times to tell those stories. You know what I mean? Like right now isn't that time. So I said let me uh pull it back and get to a place where I'm doing the segment topics again. You know what I mean? So I hope y'all can enjoy that. I hope y'all can appreciate that for what it is. I got a lot of shit coming. I have a lot of ideas. I feel like I'm fucking flowing creatively like I'm just here like I'm just I'm ready dog like I'm ready like every week to to do this shit and to hit y'all with some more shit and to just see how the people take it you know I mean to see how people react to it and see how people receive it the first thing I want to talk to y'all about is last week and not even maybe not last week but maybe a week before last Apple announced that they were coming out with the new iPhone SE I guess SE 2 and it's going to look like the iPhone 8. It has a 4.7-inch Retina display. It's gonna run iOS 13, and it's gonna have the Apple A13 Bionic chip, which is only currently in the 11, 11 Pro, and 11 Max. So we're gonna have the fastest chip. Well, I'm saying weird. Like I'm gonna be a customer. I probably buy the new iPhone before I buy SE, but it's going to have the fastest chip available for a smartphone at the time that it comes out now as far as the newer versions of iphone i don't know what they're doing with that or how that's going to work if they're going to go from 12 to 13 or whatever but um this new se it does look good it does look more affordable than a thousand dollars but honestly it's like with the price tag being 399 dollars i just i don't really know i feel like iphone like me and my homegirl me and my best friend was talking about it's like sometimes with like with iPhone, you have two choices. You can either pay all that money up front or you can, you know, put a down payment down and then pay on your bill, you know, pay on the monthly bill. But it's like by the time you're almost paying on one phone, you know, a new phone and came out and then you just switch. So I think for me, iPhone is like one of the things to where in my head, it's a good quality brand. The money that they want you to pay is like you're either going to pay for it or you're not. But in my head, it's like I know that. You guys do have the best product. So if I'm willing to pay for that product, then, you know, I'm willing to pay. If I'm not willing to pay, then, you know, that shit is what it is. Just letting y'all know, it is a brand new iPhone SE that's coming out later on in the year. And it's called the iPhone SE 2. And it'll be $400. It has a 12 megapixel camera in the back. It's just one camera, though. It's not like the 11 where it has three cameras. And for the front camera, it is 7 megapixels. So, you know, whatever you choose to do with that information you're going to do i think personally i will probably buy the i don't know if i'm going to buy a new i don't know what i'm going to do i like my seven my seven is cool besides some people saying that they can't hear me sometimes and i think that's just because i don't i drop my shit in oil I don't know if I really need a brand new iPhone. Like, I just got a Mac. You know what I mean? So, I have, I'm have. i in the ecosystem. I have my Mac. I love my Mac. It's actually what I'm recording on right now. Shout out to my Mac and shout out to GarageBand. This is the first podcast that I'm releasing that's, that was recorded on GarageBand exclusively. Usually, I record through Anchor and then convert files and shit to get it back to WAVs from MP3s or whatever mp4 m4 whatever y'all don't even understand. some of y'all don't understand the technical terms so i'm not gonna explain it to y'all but this is the first podcast recorded through GarageBand. so like i said shout out to my mac yeah it's a new it's a brand new iphone coming and if you you know you're into that kind of thing go ahead and grab it i don't know what kind of phone i'll be getting later on in the year i'll probably just stay with my seven unless something really woos me because if i buy anything it'll probably be a fucking ipad pro but that's so far along down the line I don't, you know, there's no concrete plans for none of that shit, man. We just taking this shit day by day. It's fucking COVID-19 going on and niggas got to fucking live. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got to live life. So niggas definitely not worried about no fucking iPhone right now. Like that's really the last thing on the nigga mind, honestly. Keeping it all the way G. But I had to let y'all know. Now, the next thing I wanted to talk about, before I even get into this, I just want to say that it's no disrespect to anybody doing it. No disrespect to y'all. Like I'm not downing y'all. I'm not speaking negative on y'all. I'm coming from a place of ignorance, and when I say ignorance, that means I do not know. And when I say I do not know, that also means that I don't want to know. I don't want to know about it on that kind of level. I just know it. Ex- I just know it exists, right? So. We've all been on Facebook. If you have social media, you've been on Facebook, you've been on Instagram, you've been on Twitter. You've seen the period, let me not even say, you've seen a little octagon and, you know, people's names. And they're saying that if you put a hundred in, you can make a $700 profit. All you got to do is put a hundred in with people that you know, and it goes around and around until it gets to your name. And then when it gets to your name, you can cash out our 700, but keep going because that's how everybody else make their money i just say this in the most respectful way possible. To me, it comes off like a pyramid scheme. To me personally, like I said, there's no disrespect. I'm not saying that what y'all are doing is wrong. Maybe the police feel a different way, (laughs) but it just comes off like a pyramid scheme. So I don't want, personally, I don't want no part to that. It's like, this is my take on it. I think if you're going to put a hundred, if I'm going to give you a hundred dollars and we're friends and I like, let's say, I even trust, let's say I trust eight people, right? If I trust eight people and we all have money to put in, we could put into a business for, like, long-term game, not some fast turnaround money. And I'm not saying that that's fast turnaround money because from what I understand, like, you have to wait and trust people and, you know, play your position and all this kind of shit. But for me, it's like, for one, I don't trust eight people. I can't name you eight people that I can say I genuinely trust with my money. Even if it's $100. I don't care. I'm cheap. Fuck you. I don't care. You say, I don't, I'm don't. i not giving you $100. Second of all, like I said, why wouldn't we just do it the other way and, you know, invest in a business together or go in on, on a business together instead of some fast flip? You know what I mean? So, I've been seeing a lot of people... Not a lot, but I've seen a few people doing it and some of the people I see doing it I do. I'd be like, Okay, you not on some bullshit. But then some of the other people I see doing this shit, I'd be like, You kinda seem like you on some bullshit. So it's like I definitely don't trust that you are part of some shit like that. <laughs> like it just that's just how my brain works. It's like, Oh, you doing that? That seems like something that you would do. I don't want to fuck with nothing that you would do. Anything that, you know what I'm saying, catches your eye, <laughs> no thank you, buddy. I'm good on that. But, yeah, man, i just been seeing it a lot, and it's like, it just seemed like bullshit to me. I'm sorry. This just seemed like bullshit. It seemed like a bunch of fucking fool gays. Shout out my niggas up, man. <laughs> but it, it just don't seem like something I want to be a part of. But I figured that I'd do my due diligence and let y'all know that it is a thing to where you put 100 in, and then it's like a circle or some shit, and then everybody puts 100 in. You cash out on your name, so you got to be patient and, like, Getting people that you trust to put money into it and all this kind of things. Like I said, some people I see doing it it seem like legit. And then some people I see doing it it seem like bullshit. But all in all, just the whole way you got to make money off it just seem like bullshit. I'm going to give you $100 now and I got to, like, wait for the money. I don't know. I just, you know, it don't seem like something I, I really Too much care about getting into. But again, that's me. That's DeAndre's opinion. That's nobody else's opinion. So don't, you know, fuck nobody else. And to the people that have done it and are successful and have made money, shout out to you. That's dope as fuck that you made, you know I'm saying, however much amount of money. I do think that whoever started that shit made stupid money. Like I was talking to my niggas, I'm like, dog, that had to be like fucking 10 bands at least. You know what I mean? Because the, the people that was, like, referring people like my nigga was saying, it was, like, this one chick who was getting, I guess she was referring to other people. So, man, sure, they had to make at least a good 10 bands off that shit. So, shout out to them, man. Um, I would just say that if you're a listener of this podcast, don't fall for scams. Like, don't let anybody tell you that they can take 500 of your $1,000, $500 from you and turn it into 5000 Like, don't. I mean, just just in my opinion, you should just steer clear of anything of that nature because it just doesn't seem good. And like I said, this is not the shit on it. This is just me saying just you know, do a little bit of research, think on it, sleep on it, figure it out. But I think at this point, they shutting all that shit down. So they ain't, if people still doing it, then they got to be real low key with it at this point. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people was getting scammed. or A lot of motherfuckers was losing money and some shit. And I, I would hate to think that any friendships got ruined because of that bullshit. But that's that. Now, for the nerd side of things, not even a nerd, but for like the, the comic book fans. Are the movie fans, let me say that. The next topic I want to talk about is none other than Marvel Studios and DC Studios. Basically, um, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the DC Cinematic Universe. I was reading up on my nigga um, John Kransky. If you don't know who that is, that's Jim from The Office. If you've never seen The Office, it is... Have you ever seen A Quiet Place? The dad from a quiet place or jack ryan or jack reacher or whatever his name jack ryan or some shit on amazon like basically it's the white guy from the office so that's him you know what i mean he's a director he's an actor i think he's a producer also and he's married to emily blunt john kransky has been in talks with marvel studios secretly and is saying the talks are about him playing mr fantastic in the fantastic four of the fantastic four for phase four of marvel's you know cinematic universe now it's not a lot of information about that but I just wanted to say that I do think that he looks the part, and I feel like seeing him in, if you've seen him in anything, I mean, The Office is a great show, don't get me wrong, it's one of my favorite shows, but if you see him in other things, and like the guy can really act, and he can get his action star on, so I feel like he would be a perfect fit for Marvel Studios. Here's a little tidbit that maybe you didn't know. He was actually considered for the role of Captain America, but he got beat by none other than the guy that plays Captain America, Chris Evans, so... You know, just in case you didn't know that. Also, with this COVID-19 shit pushing a lot of things back for the better, because I don't, like I said, I don't think that we need to be going to the movie studio or movie theaters at this point anyway. They pushed back, what is this movie, Black Widow? I think like until, for November, I think it's supposed to come out in May, but it's not coming out until November now. Also, the movie Venom, Venom is coming out... Instead of June of next year, I think it's coming out in October of next year. And the same thing with the Batman. The Batman got pushed back to October 2021. So it'll officially be a Halloween movie. And I think that's dope as fuck because the rumblings are that it takes, you know, some kind of, it takes some form of story from the Long Halloween. And if you've never read the Long Halloween, I'm not going to ruin that for you. But I definitely suggest um, looking up. If you're a Batman fan, looking up the story about the Long Halloween, because as you know, it's supposed to be this movie's supposed to have Penguin, think Riddler, Catwoman is in it. Those people for sure are going to be in it. It's like a revolving door of bad guys and shit, and it just seems cool as fuck. And like I said, I don't know if I just said this, but Venom is getting pushed back, Batman is getting pushed back, and Black Widow all in October too. That yo, next year is going to be fucking fire. Like as far as movies go. I, I I really can't wait for that shit. And also, I was looking at how we got Black Adam coming, Aquaman two, Wonder Woman two. Damn, Wonder Woman two is coming out. This yeah, Wonder Woman two had to get pushed back too. I don't know how I forgot. Yeah, Wonder Woman two got pushed back too. So it's like all the shit that we want to see soon, we are not gonna see that shit to the end of the year. But not the end of the year, but like just after summer. So. That, that's probably a good thing because I don't think we'll be able to go back to no movie theaters during the summertime anyway. And even if they do make it to where you can go back to the movies during the summertime, I'm not fucking with that. I was actually just looking at a report that said in, I don't know what Korea, North or South Korea, but some patients are retesting positive for COVID-19. I don't know if that means that they actually beat it and then they got it again or you know, certain tests just wasn't given the proper results. So it made it seem like they beat it when they didn't beat it. But either way, from the story on the news, some people are retesting for COVID-19. So it's like, bro, if we don't get this shit together as like uh, people, as like human beings, if we don't practice our social distancing, and I know I'm guilty of certain things, but if we don't practice the social distancing and Not being on that bullshit, we're gonna be stuck at home a lot longer than we want to. And that's just, you know what I'm saying, the truth of it. So we gotta, you gotta figure that shit out. Then you got like the fucking governor of Georgia saying that he wants to reopen the state by Friday. And it's like, my nigga, why? Like, I feel like, yes, the, the, listen, I'm no, obviously, I'm no business major, but on a human level, on a human level, is the economy really more important than people's health? Like you really rather have like a, a stable economy than people living and being to being able to enjoy the economy. Like dog, like people's lives are at stake. Like this shit ain't no joke. This shit is real. Like people are really getting sick and dying from this shit. I don't like. I, said, I don't have the answers. I'm not a politician. I'm not a voice of reason for this shit. I just see things that I agree with and don't agree with, and I'll be like. Mm. I personally just wouldn't do that. But again, I'm not the governor. I'm not the mayor. I'm not a political anything. I'm just a guy that has opinions, that has a podcast that nobody listens to. So don't take your fucking, you know, political advice from me and shit, man. Or do. (laughs) Fuck, we we all in this shit together anyway, man. You know, that's just how that shit go. Now, being on quarantine, I've been chilling and shit, you dig? So I said... Let me go try to find some new shows to watch. You know, try to find some new forms of entertainment. And the show that I was hearing about for a long time, I actually tried it out. And it was the show Dave by the rapper Little Dicky, the white guy. If you don't know him, he did the song Freaky Friday with Chris Brown. I don't like, to this day, I don't know if he's like a serious rapper or like a joke rapper. Like, I don't really get it. The show, the show lends it to being like more so about both. The show is kind of cool. It... Like visually reminds me of it. Visually reminds me of the show ATL, with um fucking Childish Gambino, and ATL is coming back for season three. But that's not important to the to the Little Dave thing. But yeah, it's like visually reminds me of the show ATL. But this show Dave is produced by Kevin Hart and some other people. Kevin Hart being a producer and like a vouching for it is a big reason why I said I wanted to watch it. Because originally I wasn't gonna watch it, but as you know, Kevin Hart is uh. I love Kevin Hart. Like he's what do you call it? Not idle, but I just I really, really admire him. And anything he has anything to do with, I'm on board. I wanna support. I wanna watch it to the max. So I started watching the show and it's basically about a white guy living uh I think he come from money. Yeah, he come from money. And he wants to be a rapper and he has a girlfriend and he has a best friend and his best friend winds up managing him. But his best friend is like a fucking has the skills to be an agent. He went to school so it just becomes like hey man let me manage you and it's like automatically he got fucking connections and resources that a person st- my my issue with it is it's a good show it's it's a good show like it's 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 funny it's witty um it's the comedic timing is right i think it's it's realistic and i like how he's like really white and just going through things that i guess the average white guy of his age should be going through minus the beginning of rapper shit but my issue with it is that you come into this shit like with everything like who has ten thousand dollars to pay yg like you get you know what I'm saying you just so happen to luck up with somebody that knows yg's manager's number and so you have ten thousand dollars and you say okay i'm going to pay yg this ten thousand dollars then you get into the studio of yg yg put you on his instagram and you be you go viral then you go viral again by doing some bullshit then it's like you just have the authority because your fucking manager, your best friend has all these connections and shit. And he can just walk you into labels for you to present to the labels and like saying, hey, you should sign me because of such and such and such. Not why should I sign with you? Like it's, it's it's realistic, but it's like unrealistic. As far as like anybody that wants to do music or just anything that involves having a machine behind you, it's kind of like. It's bullshit to sit down and watch a motherfucker with no real passion for what they're doing just be able to elevate and just go through the fucking ranks like that. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck has $10,000 sitting around? Who has the best friend that can just legit walk you into labels and have you sit down with these people and these people not fucking laugh at you? Who has it to where you can just fucking post a video and go viral? That's crazy. You know what I mean? But that's off on a tangent. So I guess my issue isn't really with the show. It's just the concept of, you know, how the guy's career in the show is going, and to give him his credit, he's not a bad rapper, you know what I mean, the dude can rap, he can make words rhyme and shit, now his content is not for a person like me, but, you know, dude can rap, but it's a real interesting show, I'm on season, I mean, it's only one season, I'm on episode eight, and I'm liking it so far, I got two more episodes to go, I guess the season is not finished, because Hulu stopped me at episode eight, also, I finished Knuckles Mexico. Shout out to El Chapo. (laughs) You know what I mean? I started Ozark. I'm on on episode three. But I don't want to talk about Ozark just yet. Because I know it's like so much shit to go. So much shit to happen. And so much information for me to absorb. So I'm going to leave that where it's at. Also something else I watched. Could you believe that my fucking non-sports watching ass fucking bought the ESPN shit? But let me tell you why I bought it. I only bought it because... It was a bundle, and it comes with, like, Disney Plus and Hulu. And I already had Disney Plus, but I haven't had Hulu for a long time because I just, well, let me keep it a buck. Like, Hulu kind of reminded me me of my ex because we used to watch hulu together so it's something that i wasn't rushing to get back into and then when i had hulu it was the fucking plan where you didn't have commercials so that was you know they made it cheaper but it's like i'm so used to not having commercials that that's how i liked it but anyway i seen that the michael jordan doc was coming out and bundled like with disney plus hulu and ESPN. you're only paying 13 dollars and fuck i paid 13 dollars by itself on my motherfucking Netflix. I'm like, man, let me get this shit a chance. Let me just do one month of this shit and see how it go So, I'm on ESPN and the Jordan documentary dropped and I'm watching it. The first part anyway. I I haven't finished the second part but the first part dropped. Now, as a person that's not I'm thirty years old, I might be thirty one in like Damn. Damn April Major. I'm about to be thirty one like real soon. But like I said, I'm not a sports fan. I was not a sports fan growing up. I don't care about sports. I don't like sports. I'm not tuned into what's going on in the sports world. But everybody knows Michael Jordan. I feel like unless you live under a rock, everybody knows Michael Jordan. And I'll be honest. what Michael Jordan was playing, I probably like can count on my hand, like in the early 90s, like I can count on my hand how many times I've seen Michael Jordan play. You know what I mean? Like, I know my dad was a fan of the nigga, but, again, it wasn't something that I was so hip to. So, looking at the documentary and looking at his upbringing, how, you know, he was a average, not average, but he was good enough to get to college, you know what I'm saying? And then every year, I think that first year they got a championship, but then every year after that, the dude just got better and better and better and better until he was leading the team. And he got drafted to Chicago, and he really turned the city around. Like, Chicago wasn't a great team before he got there. And it just basically shows like his his upbringing as far as like the way he played the game and how he was just a different kind of monster. And they talked about Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and Phil Jackson and uh, I guess the coach that nobody like, not the coach, but the team owner or some shit, some white guy, I don't know. But I say all that to say, before this documentary, I, I don't think I've ever heard Michael Jackson, not Michael Jackson, rest in peace today, Michael Jackson, I don't think I've ever heard heard Michael Jordan talk, you know what I'm saying, like on some after the court, like after after the game type shit, or like doing some press conference shit. And I got to say that the only thing I take away is that, for one, he was a fucking great basketball player. But for two, I just thought he talked a little bit different than that. Like, I'm used to the way LeBron talks. I'm used to the way Kobe talks. I feel like they're very good with their words. They're very good speakers. But Michael Jordan, back in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, is like, listen to that nigga, listening to him talk like, "Mm, I just, you know, I just, I guess I expected a little bit different. Not saying that it threw me off like the way Mike Tyson voice threw me off when I first heard him. But I just expected Jordan to just be a different kind of. I guess I expected him to be a real big speaker. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's not what he did. He wasn't a real big speaker. But he was a fucking great player. Like I said, it's a whole two part doc. It's a whole two part to it. So I got to watch part two and absorb part two because part one was more so about just setting it up as far as him being who he is and what he did to the city and what he brought to the city and shit like that. So we're going to see what else, you know, happen with it. And I'll definitely be back next week to speak more on it, to speak, to give y'all more information on it. But I just wanted to let y'all know that I watched it. And if you're... And I feel like if you're in the sports, then you're going to watch that shit. But I'm basically talking about the people that's not in the sports. If you're not in the sports like I'm not, it's definitely still a cool documentary to sit there and watch to see like how he like to see how he affected the city of Chicago in just a positive way. And just how much of a beast he was. And just how people speak on him so highly. You know what I mean? Because you can feel like you're great. And, uh, you know, a bunch of people can feel like you're great. But for the world and your teammates to feel like you're great, I feel like it's it's a lot doper, you know what I mean, it's just a lot doper, so that's my spill on that, now the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is this Babyface versus Teddy Riley battle on Instagram, and that happened through Swiss Beats and Timberland making a company called Versus, and if you haven't heard of, maybe, like, maybe if you're not so to a hip or that was going on on social media like they're doing battles like producers but like maybe swiss beats versus Timberland, manny fresh versus scott stortz hit boy versus boy wonder t-pain versus uh fucking neo is it t-pain versus oh t-pain versus lil john neo versus dallas austin and things of that nature you know what i mean so being a young guy that i am i can appreciate um late 80s early 90s R&B, even like early eighties, late eighties R and B. And so Teddy Riley versus Babyface. They are two phenomenal producers, um, singers, songwriters, all that shit. I already do going into it that I had babyface for the win. Not that I'm sleeping on Teddy Riley and no shit, but come on man, this is fucking babyface. You know what I mean? So the first time they battled, Teddy Riley couldn't get his equipment together properly. And that kind of shot him in the foot. So they had to postpone the battle for, like, a couple days later. And when they redid it, it was, like, super, super cool. And, you know, Babyface still won. But it's just good to, like, I'm 30 years old, right? And even, like, some of those songs are, like, mm, before my time. You know what I mean? Before my time. So I can't really sit there and expect, like, the kids to know who Babyface is and know who Teddy Riley is and know any of these things. You know what I mean? Like, you ask a young kid today, they might not even know who the fuck like I said, Babyface is, or Teddy Riley is, or any of those guys that that paved the way for what R&B is today. Like, I'm pretty sure they got some fucking young kids out there that don't know who fucking Sade is, Whitney Houston, um, Janet Jackson, even if they know the names, they might not necessarily know the music until the music comes on, like maybe Tony Braxton and shit like that. So just seeing that just reminded me of my childhood it reminded me of like being at my mom well you know growing up and it's sunday and your mama making you clean and shit and she got the oldies playing and like it just gave me that kind of vibe and i enjoyed it man i really enjoyed it like i really have like i love hip-hop but i also have a fucking i love r&b music like i love r&b music i think r&b music is the go It's the GOAT. Don't mind me, y'all. I'm tapping these buttons because I'm playing Fortnite. (laughs) You understand me? But, yeah, man, I think that R&B music is a GOAT, and we could all use a little bit more of it in our daily lives. And, like, the old shit. And I hate to be that guy, but, like, not the new shit. Like, I don't like what they talk about in R&B music now. But back in the day, it used to be about... Loving somebody and being in love and how that woman made you feel and how you was going to treat that woman right and what you was going to do for that woman if you was able to get her and all that shit. Even though I seen a tweet that made me laugh, the song, can we Talk for a minute? They were saying, somebody said that shit ain't nothing but about stalking. <laughs> it's like, you go listen to that shit right now, that shit is about stalking. But, it's a good fucking song. Not that stalking is cool, don't stalk nobody. You know I mean? Shout out to R&B from back in the day. Because, it's nothing like it at all. But yeah, man, that pretty much does it for this podcast, man. I got plenty more to go I uh, just want to say thank you guys for listening. Thank you for and thank you girls, everybody, guys and girls. I don't want to just you know, make it seem like it's only niggas listening because I know it's women that listen to my podcast. So thank you um, a bunch. Thank you a million for listening to this podcast. My name is The Shive Geek and I'm your host. This is the Gemini Me podcast. This was episode 33 and it's called Final Act. If you want to find more of me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and my handle is at the Shive Geek. That's T H A. S-H-I-V-E-G-E-E-K. And yeah, man, you follow me. I follow back and... All that good jazz, man. All right, I'm going to end this podcast with a song from my nigga Vante, like I did last week. And this track is called Twin Pistols. And it is off his new EP, Black Xanax 3. And you can find that wherever music is being streamed at Spotify, Apple Music, Google, um, Tidal, all that shit. So we're going to end this podcast on my nigga Vante, Twin Pistols. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend, man. I'll be back next week. Holla. Weeks. Yes, <laughs> i
2: Sky boss on uh, sky flame on uh, twin pistols. We won't miss you on uh, clear like crystals, bullets hit like missiles. Copy that uh. loaded mags, equal body bags. I react on uh, shoddy blast where the be sad, Sky boss on uh, sky flame on uh, twin pistols. We won't miss you on uh, clear like crystals, bullets hit like missiles. Copy that uh. loaded mags, equal body bags. I react on uh, shoddy blast where the hobby's at. In the sky, I ain't high enough. See my drip, you ain't flying up, Making plays each and every day, money challenge, go and sign me up all my niggas got it out the mud, couple of them really moving drugs, made a change and went full legit. I was really tapping with the plug, riding around the city with the iron picking reeks of liga, not a line, well respected statue like a giant, niggas fear me like I am a tyrant, many hate but never run a fake, tatted on my skin a renegade mean the motto, family's not a gang, stabbed the morals, we are not the same, tried to line me up, be you failed. you weren't claiming anything in jail, niggas praying on my downfall sadly none of that shit would prevail, came for money, power, and respect, is said I Aim it at your neck You'll get hit like pussy and get wet Hey, said frick, I got choppers on deck Send a hit through an email then put you up like retail Hey ass cry like a female Heard the devils in the details Borrow your boss on my front line Never step over the gun line We drew your run to the one time I hope go when it's crunch time Sky bars, on, uh, sky flame, on. Uh, twin pistols, we won't miss you, uh Clear like crystals, bullets hit like missiles Copy that, uh Loaded mags, equal body bags, I react, uh, shoddy blast where the I be sad. Sky force, uh, sky flame. uh, twin pistols, we won't miss you, uh, play like crystals, bullets hit like missiles, copy that, uh, loaded mags, equal body bags, I react, uh, shoddy blast with her.